You already know what time it is. It's about to be We The Villains Podcast. Let's get it. Yo, yo, it's Mr. 5 and 1 here. Uh, dropping in for a quick minute. I guess that's all they're going to give me with some uh, quick pointers. Just listening to yesterday's show. Comparing that with uh, Raw from last night. Uh mentioned he's the champion. I'm also the current undisputed champion. My belt's much better than his. Um, I don't want to go too much into Raw last night. Nikki Cross, that whole thing, new thing's trash. Her and Bliss has got trash music. And uh, I'm looking forward to Resident Evil Village this week. That's the big highlight of mine. I, um, but you boys have a good show. I'm sure I'll check it later, maybe with the drink and a J or something. We'll see. But I'm out here on Wet Tuesday. Everybody had a lovely day. Or everybody have a lovely day, lovely day excuse me. And I'll catch you on the flip. And we are here on We The Villains Podcast. It's your boy, Dak. You hear the bong rip. You know that's the man, the legend, the myth, the god. Gerv's in the building. And right before the show started, I added a little voice message because somebody surprised me this morning. And that was Jay Swag with a voice message. So y'all got to hear Jay Swag giving everybody a shout-out and talking his shit, which I think Gerv, before I even get anything, I think Gerv has a message for Jay Swag himself. <laughs> well, so <clears throat> I'm glad that you mentioned that you played that message because for a split second, I thought my ears were deceiving me. I thought I was hearing <laughs> shit. Because somebody said that their title was better than mine. Oh. And I, I, it hurt my heart. So maybe this is what we should do. Maybe we should get a couple <laughs> pictures of our 2K titles that we're both carrying right now and we'll post them on Twitter and we'll see who the listeners think has the better title. Hey, hey, that's a good thing. You got to hey, social media definitely is a you can have a poll on that. And I don't know if anybody followed the hashtags ask her or ask that cuz I did not even check them today. <laughs> what a host. Cuz I know I know I'm such a great host, but that's the stoner in me. Uh, but I I kind of figured I sprung that up on everyone yesterday, so I'll give you guys until like the next episode, which will probably be Thursday, uh, to to send us questions. You can ask Irv, you can ask Dak, or you can ask Jay Swag. It doesn't even matter. You just, or you can just put hashtag We the Villains Podcast and send what you want. And I'm just gonna look through it and I'll see if there's any questions answered. If Irv, there's a question for you, you can answer it. Um, but man, actually raw. To get into things, Raw was a really good show last night for the first time in a long time. Uh, they had some <laughs> matches, some great things. Uh, and the IWC is going to get a rant from me. But, Gerv, what you up to today, man, before I get into anything like that? <laughs> uh, you know, I got my tea in the glass. I got my weed in the bong. Mm-hmm. I got my foot on the bed. <laughs> That's it. I'm in a good place right now, and why wouldn't I be? Six and zero, the champ. Oh, jeez, you guys! I know, I know uh-uh. that. I know, you're six and zero, and then Jay Swag had to rub in Mister Five and One. Okay, yeah, we get it. I'm four and two. I'm third place. That's all right. I will come back at the comeback season. The comeback season is on its way, and don't worry, don't worry. 
I'll be back. Well, it does seem like so far that the money in the bank has, a, you know, the people that qualified last night are not people that I will probably pick to win. Um, <sighs> so that's uh, narrowing down the selections. It'll make, it might make it a little easier. Well, when- next week there's that last that last chance qualifying match, and that's three big names. Yeah, either one of them three could come on and win that. Um, so, and I think it's out of Drew and Mac, Drew McIntyre, AJ to win that match. I don't think, unless Orton's in, it does get in the Money in the Bank. But I feel like Drew McIntyre is probably gonna get into the Money in the Bank match. Makes sense. I me. think personally, and maybe what I would do with Drew McIntyre, and it's a maybe. I don't know. I'm not sold on it yet is based upon his reaction at the end of the Hell in a Cell match against Lashley and his reaction at the end of getting pinned by Riddle last night, which I enjoyed that match. I, I thought yeah. that was a good match. Hard-hitting, stiff, great stiff match. Stiff as fuck. Great match. Um, is I wonder if they're going to do some kind of angle to maybe play back on – uh, Drew's past time in WWE where he got to a point maybe he maybe he's about to get to a point to where he feel like he's not good enough anymore mm-hmm. maybe he starts just kind of bullshitting around for a second I don't know I don't know what they're well, going to do but they're they're definitely about to do some kind of character arc with yeah, I mean, yeah. Drew McIntyre I can definitely see that because yeah, the the way he's been reacting to these two big losses, like two huge losses in in yeah. his I mean, challenge for the WWE title, he just lost his chance in the Money Bank. Now he has one more chance, you know. And if he if he loses this, you got to think, okay, yeah, maybe he doesn't think he's good enough, or maybe he's finally gonna realize and see that the WWE universe is a. Uh, slowly turned against them and went with the new flavor of the month in the Bobby Lashley. Just like right. he does. It's what these fans do. After a while, they get they turn on you. They turn on you. Not not the superstar. They never do. And speaking of fans, oh wow. Poor <laughs> uh Piper Niven, aka Dewdrop. That's a funny fucking name, okay? This shit works. And I'm gonna tell everybody why it works. And the reason why it works is because these idiots out here can't realize the reason why her name's changed is not because I mean creative did that because the story is this is all Eva Marie's the evolu- evolution. Eva Marie changed her name. Like Eva Marie did this because let's face it, Eva Marie knows the fans are gonna be more on Piper's Niven side than Eva Marie. So let's give her a dumb name and put all the spotlight on me. As you saw in the tag match, she tried to get credit. She gets credit for everything. This is all Eva Marie and part of the Eva Marie gimmick and story that they're telling. So don't go out here and blame creative or blame Vince. Nah, man. Yeah, the shit's corny because you don't want her to be I mean, story wise, she can't be better than Come on, it's Eva Marie. You know what I'm saying? Like, even this ain't even body shaming. This ain't even look wise. Piper, you're great in the ring. You do what you do. Nothing wrong with plus size. But Eva Marie is the model, the, the sex level of the of the women's division. She wants all eyes on her. So that's why the name works. And then eventually, 
probably what will happen that I feel is, you know, she'll get her real name back once she ditches Eva Marie, but you already saw that's happening because she was already getting tired of her in the tag match. Like these fans just don't give things. It's only been like what the second or third week that this thing's even been going on. So second. Oh, it's only the second week and they're already shitting on things like that. That's why you can't give that's why you can't give these fans what they want. Because if it was up to them, we'd have freaking uh Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy as a what? Uh-oh, we'd have lost Dak again. I guess it's time for Gerd to take over for a second. Here's what here's what we lost when we were watching this Eva Marie whole thing these last two weeks. And the answer is IQ points. Um, <clears throat> I don't think it's been very good, to be honest. But at least it's something new. At least it's something somewhat fresh. I was kind of surprised to see uh, quote-unquote Dewdrop actually go ahead and start the semi-turn on Eva like she did. I don't I thought I didn't think that was gonna happen for a while, but maybe it'll just be some weird relationship where it, it depends, yeah. Oh, are you back? I don't know, dude. You've been cutting in and out, man. I, I didn't even like I don't know what's going on, bro. Now you like, sound real quiet again. Did you get another call come through? Dude, I have nothing. Nothing's going through. That's man. weird. I don't know, man. You've been cutting like lat like right when I like swung it over to you saying what were your thoughts on Dewdrop? I didn't hear you for about maybe five, ten seconds and then you came in. So I haven't heard I, you for a long time. Like you got cut off, so I just took over. Uh nah bro, I've been right here talking. <laughs> I hope I got everything. <laughs> See, I don't understand what's going on with that. And I thought we were done with the technical I haven't had no phone calls. There's nothing. <laughs> My Wi Fi is full strength. I have do not disturb mode on. Nothing should be interfering at all, like at all. So I don't know what's going on. It could just be the mic, could just be the app. I don't know. I hope I hope we got most of that. I just hope we did. That's all I can really hope for. Well, I guess we'll see. We'll check it out. Oh yeah, definitely. We'll definitely check it out. Um, damn. I feel like I'm skim. I'm going through a lot of shit already that I already wanted to. Oh yeah, Nikki Cross. <laughs> I have an interesting theory on why this is gonna work. I saw a lot of people hating on it as they should. Nikki Cross has been trash. I'm not real big on superhero gimmicks in WWE at all. Hurricane worked because he's funny. Um, What's up with that? <laughs> exactly, he's funny, and that shit with him and The Rock is legendary. That's some classic shit. That is some um, old classic shit for real. Like, that is... Oh, man, that was just... Uh, I wish, though, we definitely could have got some of that hurricane at, like, how he happened with The Rock with some of the heel Austin that was happening about a year year or two before that, but... Eh, it was, like, it's, very small yeah. hits of it, but nothing... That, yeah, nothing is big. Yeah, but that's probably because Hurricane really wasn't into the Hurricane gimmick by then. Um... So yeah, uh, yeah, the Nikki Cross thing, <laughs> horrible outfit. Jeez, <laughs> but I I gotta defend this because for one, y'all can't even blame WWE on this one. 
Her husband came out and said it in a tweet that she pitched this idea, so fucking be mad at her. This is something she wants to do, but the reason why it's probably going to work is because fans have to understand there's a lot of kids. Like, there's an ass of kids that watch wrestling and buy wrestling stuff. So she's going to cater to the right market, the right demographic, and some kid and some female or some girls, and you know, they're all going to be like, oh, I want to be like Nikki, like the superhero, you know? It's it's a kid thing. It's, a you know, it's, you know, whatever. But there could be a darker side to it because she did team with Alexa Bliss. Her and Alexa Bliss have a lot of... Can you hear me? Guys, all right, so if you can hear me, we're going to take a quick break because we're all having technical difficulties again. We'll be right back. On the oh, wait, he's back. Dude, I've been talking for like 20 minutes. What the fuck? <laughs> I know, and it's like I heard nothing, man. It was gone. It was out. If I don't fucking get this shit fixed, I'm a, oh, fuck. <laughs> Dude, I was sitting there fucking talking like the whole fucking time. I was doing the whole Nikki Cross thing. I don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Man, fuck. Uh, anyway, we are gonna take a quick second and uh, get some things figured out. Man, god damn it! <laughs> While Dak flips out, we'll be we'll right back, back on We, we the, the Villains podcast. Yeah, We the Villains podcast. <laughs> back i guess you had to take a few minutes to calm the fuck down huh yeah i uh i lost my shit there so i apologize for the listeners on we the this podcast i normally don't get out of character like that but um, what he does it's hilarious yeah i i lost i lost my shit there because oh shit hey shout out to Gerv for holding it down for me there he did real good i was uh I was replaying everything. Yeah, there was a couple, couple like about a minute or two total time um, where Dak's a little silent, but Gerv held it, held it down. And when I did come back in on the end there, all you hear is me flipping the fuck out. So it's, <laughs> it, hey, it could go viral. Maybe we'll hope for it. Uh, but you know, we the villains podcast. We're back. Dak's got his thing. I don't. I noticed when I was listening back. Like I was saying about Jeff Hardy, I just mentioned that if it was up to wrestling fans, Jeff Hardy would be our world champion right now. And let's just say <laughs> he's he's not world champion worthy at this moment. He was at a point in his career, but that's gone. Hey, no more of that. Yeah, uh, yeah so I mean, it's, I wouldn't trust me. He's not going to put ass in the seats, okay? He's not. Toilet seats, maybe, for a bathroom break. I mean, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you nah, I shouldn't hate out. on Jeff Hardy, man. The dude's a legend. He's had some I, fucking hey. crazy matches, and he's done some dumb shit to his body for the sake of the fans. So I give him respect. I'm he's just yeah. not a world champion to me. No, nah, no. Nah, look, I respect every competitor, everything they do. Like even you know, a Nikki Cross, people that I don't even like. Like you know, I don't even like likes of Bliss like that. She's just interesting with her character right now. It's the only thing that really keeps me 
going. I, I don't like Becky Lynch, but hey, I respect what they do. No problem. I think the IWC in general, or just wrestling fans in general, need to learn that it's it's okay to not be world champion. Like not everybody can should be able to get to that list. Not this guy's busted his ass for 15 years. He deserves to get a belt. Well, he's not a world champion, and that's okay. Like that, that can't be everybody. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hey, Cesaro is the prime example. He can't be yeah. world champion. He just not can't. WWE. No, I'm, I'm um, now maybe he could be New Japan or you know AEW. He could probably take that title. It's well, just a, it's a different no. product. Now, hey, New Japan is perfect for Cesaro because he doesn't have to deal with promos. Like, New Japan doesn't focus on that. That's not their focal point, and that's not what their audience looks for. They look for the art of wrestling, and that is where Cesaro succeeds. As you hear Gerv hitting the bong there, getting himself ready. I guess he's about to go on a uh, topic here. Because, oh, yeah, and I was talking about Nikki Cross, but, hey, I tried to defend it, and I flipped the fuck out. So I guess the universe is telling me not to defend it. It's trash. So <laughs> I went on that one. But Dak owns you everywhere else. Just know that. <laughs> so you did say that you were, like, <clears throat> you were, like, all – you were, like, okay with the, the superhero gimmick. Yeah. I, you, you thought it could work out. The only way – for me personally, this this storyline isn't driven for my demographic. It's like you said, it, you know, there's a lot of kids that watch. Exactly, and, man. You know, maybe they can latch on to that. But the only way this would work for my demographic is if they took a page out of the book of the boys and she was just superhero in front of the camera. Yeah. Um, and, and then behind the scenes, this complete bitch is just playing a role. Hey, that's she could have a stormfront type thing. Yeah, going on. something like that. Like if if that was if it if it went to those lines, if it went down that road, man, I'd be I'd be kind of interested. Oh um, yeah, because just like in the boys, their their costumes or superhero outfits aren't that uh, spectacular either. No. Um, but you know, don't fuck with Homelander. No, don't fuck with <laughs> Homelander. <laughs> And so if, you if, have if they go down that, the road, watch oh, it. No, nah, you're you good. Might have go to repeat. <laughs> uh, we're just gonna forget what I just tried to say. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I think I actually did forget what I was trying about to say. I was just gonna say, if you haven't already, get Amazon Prime Video and watch that show one and two seasons of The Boys. It's fucking good shit. Man, wait. I feel like I'm waiting way too long for season three. Man, they talking about next year. Man, fucking pandemic, bro. That's man, all. What the fuck am I? Man, I, I'm so I'm so invested in that show. I love that show. That show is great. I almost yeah. would like to watch it again, but it's been too soon. That is my type of uh, superhero type show because that represents what you know, some, and that's some shit going on that they're hinting at in that show, and I like it. So it's really good shit. Yeah, that's real. I love that show. So if they were going that angle with it, maybe it would be cool for me to watch or something, you know, something like that. But I don't, I don't foresee it going that way. But the biggest praise that I can give to the gimmick for Nikki Cross is you're doing what you're supposed to do. You've got people talking about it like us. We just spent a lot of time talking about it. So Nikki Cross, you're doing <laughs> your thing. 
keep it, keep it up. We'll see if it works for you. But if it doesn't, then <laughs> good luck on your future endeavors. Ouch. I mean, come on. It's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, come on. Maybe like what? When her contract runs out, her and Killian Dane, they're out of there. You know this. So Dak basically just said, congratulations. You're, you're doing what you're supposed to do. We got you talking about us, but don't fuck this up or you're fired. That's basically it, and I'm pretty sure that's what Vince probably <laughs> told her when they pitched this. When she pitched this idea, he's like, "All right, we'll run with it. If you fuck up, <laughs> just know you're out we'll of run here. Run with it. Just don't go out there and make me look stupid." Exactly. And, and <laughs> uh, that is a guy I would love to have a conversation with, but man, I you know I don't know if I could I'm not have so more. Sure. I don't know. I'd love to. I, I bet it would work. I I just I'd like to listen to what he had to say, but a lot of people from what I can't judge someone by what everybody says, you know. So I mean, I have to meet yeah, him true. and see how it goes because shit, you let the legends tell you Vince is a great guy. Um, well, he paid them a lot of money. Of course, he was. Exactly. Some of them out of some serious uh, legal issues as well. And a lot of people don't even understand it, but man, he he helped Jeff Hardy out a lot by uh. Probably getting him out of some shit. Jeez. And the Usos. <laughs> Gets them out of trouble a lot. Um, I, shit, I mean, if I was on the road like all them all the time, having to put my body through some shit, I'd probably have a, a drinking problem as well. Hey, I, that that is the number one thing in wrestling, man. Drinking and prescription pills. That shit goes hand to hand in the wrestling business. But, yeah. Makes sense though. It does. Would you, uh, do you have like a, a match or a moment of the night for last night? Anything that stood out to you is like that's good shit. Well, uh, Ricochet and AJ Styles was really good. Um, um, I would like to see them run that back one more time too. Shout at, out to yeah. Ricochet. Yeah, with the dub and AJ Styles is just fucking brilliant at what he does. He, he's what's such it? a, huh? What's uh? What is Ricochet's finisher again? What's it called? Uh, the six thirty or no? I can't oh, remember that... what he calls it. Where you know he, he takes catches them. It's like a code breaker, but it's to the side with one knee. Yeah, I feel like it's some kind of play off a of Ricochet, but I can't. I can't it, like yeah, it's like right there, and I can't think of what it's called, but. It's gonna be a fucking code breaker. Caught, today. Yeah, he caught <laughs> <laughs> he caught Styles in it, um, yeah. you know, for the win off uh, when he was coming off the um, a springboard. But and also shout out to WWE because they told the story in that match uh, with the Viking Raiders coming down and attacking Omos. I mean, that distracted AJ, and they're they're looking at tag titles. So you know. And and it also puts a little more wedge in between Omos and AJ, you know, potentially. Because I do see an AJ face turn. There's hardly no faces on Raw to go after Lashley. And Lashley and AJ Styles would be pretty fucking good. Um, if that ends up being something that they could have in the backup plan, if they can't get Lesnar or some big name at SummerSlam, you can run AJ and Bobby. I mean, because that'd be fucking great. Um, <laughs> but... The big, the big thing that I would say the best match last night is another thing that the fans were bitching about. 
you get another free Hell in a Cell match, and you're already bitching, but Xavier Woods put on a fucking show with Lashley in that yeah. show, that cell. And um, and I love the aftermath. So I felt like that was that was a good main event because I loved what uh MVP did. He was basically taunting Kofi again, showing him Xavier Woods is the weakest link and what's holding you back. But hey, I, I will go with that Hell in the Cell match was probably the match of the night for me. For um, me. yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, it's because it was really good. And Xavier Woods, man, he's in the last in the last month. He's had like two or three, three. He's been involved in three of the best matches that Rawls had. When he fought, um, was it Riddle? When he oh. fought Riddle, that match was awesome. Like three weeks ago, and then the tag match, New Day versus RK Bro. Mm-hmm. And then the hell in a cell gets lashed. Like for a split second, like yo, Xavier was about to beat this dude. Yo, like for for a split second, like it makes you sit there and think, like, whoa, you know. And but you know, it's Bobby Lashley. He made the man that dude, Xavier Woods. I gotta give him a lot of props. He's he's doing his thing, um, right now. He's doing his thing. So I mean, he could be a good single star. Definitely, if, if New Day happens to split up officially. Um, but me, I would love to see a dark side of Kofi Kingston. I think it's in him. I think he yeah, has a lot. Of- I, I'd be interested to see it. I have never really got to see much heel Kofi. Um, but if we don't see that heel Kofi, we're definitely going to end up seeing a heel Drew McIntyre in the future. For sure. And we're going to bring back the Scottish psychopath. And that's not going mm-hmm. to that's that's be good. Yeah, that's not going to be good for the Raw roster. But I think Drew is probably, if Drew doesn't win the money in the bank, or if he even does, he's going to SmackDown, I think. That's, so, that's wh- what if, and like the first time someone said something to me about it, I think it was even you that mentioned the IWC said something. What if, like, this whole attitude change and Drew and everything is leading to a match with The Fiend? I, hey, it could. I mean, The Fiend's going to need somebody. What if at SummerSlam, it's The Fiend versus Drew McIntyre? Hell, that'd be fucking great. That'd be a good match. And then match. that could complete the, uh, the turn for Drew McIntyre because, you know, anybody who gets in a feud with he. Um, hey, you start if he starts doubting himself and he starts dealing with those inner demons, there is that another entity yeah. that just happens to feed on that. So it, it makes sense. But I just feel by SummerSlam, the Fiend has to fucking end Alexa Bliss before then. <laughs> He's gonna have to. He, he ain't done with her. It, there's only there can only be one, and right now she's trying to act like she's the dominant one, and we all know how this goes. <laughs> we all know how this goes. Uh but yeah, I, I I can't wait. That would be an interesting uh match between Drew and the Fiend. And you don't need a title for that match. So it, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Maybe that's how the Fiend returns though at Money in the Bank since Alexa Bliss is in it. Maybe she's <laughs> about to have her moment and then you know uh-uh. the, the lights start going down. Yeah. And oh. and then his and then his actual music hits. 
the whole give me the whole fucking entrance. This bitch should probably start tripping out. I, um, I love the fiend's entrance, and it's a, if, if the fiend's entrance in front of a live crowd, a fresh live crowd, they're gonna is, go off. Oh man, it's great. They had, just like his entrance at WrestleMania, yo. They were shitting all over themselves. That shit was fucking rock star quality. Man, every now and then I go back to when he fucking debuted that shit at SummerSlam against Balor, man. I watched that entrance. That shit's so fucking sick because that crowd was just like in fucking awe. Yo, the crowd them. at the end of the <laughs> entrance is sitting there saying that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> or holy shit. Maybe it was yeah. holy shit. I, I don't, I, it's been a few, it's been a while since I've seen it now, but I just remember. Like, yeah, what, dude. What what you got to do to do an entrance after the entrance is over and the crowd sitting there going, holy shit. And that's why Bray and the Fiend, that's why he just knows how to work a crowd. He knows what to do. Like, and, and that's, and, and look, and he, that's why he doesn't have to be great in the ring because he's so good at his character and his character yeah. development. And he knows and how character to has a crowd. presence. Yeah, he can make the crowd do whatever he wants them to do because he has the whole world in his hands. He said this plenty, and he, and it's true, and it's just true. Oh man, I it's gonna be weird if you know, speaking of the fiend, but it's gonna be weird if like such and such a uh, John Cena comes back and there's no change at all to John Whoa. Cena. I'm pretty sure he's back already because last night I seen his fucking face like 39 times from all the Fast 9 commercials that appeared during Raw. Well, Um, I mean, mean, uh, dude, every two minutes there was something about Fast 9 and all you see is John Cena. Dude, I don't know. Well, if we let, if I go by what Joe Rogan was saying on his podcast, you know, China has a lot invested in that Fast 9 franchise so <laughs> and there's a reason why john cena was apologizing to china in mandarin yeah. <laughs> you know so hey vince getting that china money baby <laughs> it isn't sold out to china hey you got it hey that's where the market is in our in our world in the america man our market is fucking owned by damn china it's a little crazy but that's a topic for another day yeah, that's a whole separate topic. <laughs> <laughs> that goes way bigger than wrestling. But whenever you want to have that conversation, we can. <laughs> oh, we definitely can. We got we got to save that for a live episode for sure. <laughs> Yo, um, I was looking on uh, Twitter, man. Like, you hear about this uh, Twitter spaces and shit that I've been yeah, hearing I know about? They've been doing them for a while. Well, ever since I finally, you know, uninstalled Twitter and put it repack on my phone to clear out some data or something, well, it pops up now, and it's like it's basically like a live radio show. It's kind of cool. Um, I was I was thinking about doing stuff like maybe pop up on there sometimes, and I can invite you guys in it on Twitter onto it, all my followers and everything. We can hop in there. We can all have a discussion. Uh, That'd be interesting. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I do like that last night on Raw, they went ahead and started getting us ready for Money in the Bank. Um, it's one of my favorite pay-per-views. I love the Money in the Bank match. Um, I do think that Seth Rollins may enter the Money in the Bank match 
this year, but I do think Edge is gonna fuck him up or cost him. That, yeah, that... so for SmackDown, I foresee since it, since we kind of know who's gonna be in it for Raw, the four from Raw for the guys. Yeah. Well, and the and the and the gals actually, because they we got all four of them too, didn't we? Yeah, they did tag matches with those yeah. last night. So we know all four of the ones from Raw, and we know we know three of the four of guys, but we know it's gonna be one of three people. And it's um, fucking three phenomenal athletes, three hell of fucking performers too. So one of my this is what uh, I don't this I don't know if this is gonna be a recurring segment, but I'm gonna this is a uh, a long shot. Here's here's some long shot booking that I would maybe do. Okay. And I'll, um, but it's gonna be real hard to do if uh, a certain somebody's returning soon. So <laughs> we all know Kofi Kingston is uh, about to face Lashley at Money in the Bank. Yes, sir. The title. Kofi um, Mania. Kofi Mania, and then he's he just trashed Xavier Woods. You know, he, he hurt him pretty good in the cell. What if yep. Big E wins the money in the bank? Whoa. What if what if Big E gets uh tired of how Bobby Lashley treating his boys? That's money. That's money. I'd much rather see Big E versus Lashley than Big E versus Roman. I yo that that's a big uh that's a big long shot booking, but it makes sense because there's nothing really going on for Big E on SmackDown, really, at this right, point. So if Big E wins the money in the bank and then maybe he cashes in on Lashley. What if he does or, it the same night? Or what if it'd be even crazier if uh Kofi won the title from Lashley oh, somehow? Oh. You know, Big E comes out there and helps him because Lashley's got MVP and all this shit going on. But he's also the money in the bank winner. <laughs> and they're about to screw over Kofi with the ref down and shit like that. Well, Big E going to come out there and bust Lashley ass for messing yep. with his boys. Kofi's going to win the match, and then Big E t- does the ultimate turn. Yeah. Oh, in front of a live crowd, that'd be fucking great. That that would be in in front like first pay per view in front of a live crowd and you do that kind of turn it in. Hey, that's that works, that works. But but if Lesnar's coming back around, it's kind of hard to do all that. If if Lesnar's coming comes comes back around, then Kofi Kingston has to get squashed at Money in the Bank, and I hate to say that for Kofi because I love to see him put on a show, but. Lashley's gonna have to fuck him up, and then grab Similar that microphone. To how Brock did it? Yeah, grab that microphone because right now I don't know if anyone's noticed this, but Bobby Lashley has improved impressively on the microphone, being with MVP. Got a swagger about him. He's got confidence. He should fucking grab the mic right after he fucking squashes Kofi. And demand Brock Lesnar or demand something. You know, demand fucking challengers. He goes, I, I ain't got Drew no more. I just squashed Kofi Kingston. And then the Lesnar music hits. The crowd's going to go off. And, and it's good. I, oh, man. And, and then I can all, you can also play on to what you said. If Big E 
won the Money in the Bank in your first pay-per-view back with the full, full capacity crowds. And Bobby Lashley defeats Kofi Kingston, and then Big E comes out and defeats Bobby Lashley with, to win the WWE Championship. What a moment. Yo, that crowd's going to have a moment. And then Kofi and Xavier is going to run down Slay did with Kofi at Mania, you know, and it's it'd be perfect, you know, just to have a New Day reunion because then they'll all be back on the same brand for a split second until New Day has to go to SmackDown, you know, Kofi and the, they just swap Big E to Raw and put Xavier in the or they just split the whole group because I because man, like. <sighs> And Kofi Kingston, after winning the WWE Championship once, now it's crazy how you can put him in title matches now. And actually, you know, he's almost the main event player at some yeah, point. Yeah, he, he feels more legit. Yeah, because I'd actually like to see Kofi Kingston go against Roman Reigns. Because I just want to see what Roman Reigns is going to laugh at this guy. But it's going to be great television. <laughs> the greatest shit, Roman Reigns, man. This dude has had a few moments over this whole new character that's been, been absolute gold when <laughs> when cesaro came out to the ring to come and look at this dude in the face roman reigns sat he just chuckled and left <laughs> he ain't Yo, got time for this dude the the two best roman moments for me for one is when cesaro's music hitting this dude said cut this bum's music that was fucking <laughs> And then when he first, I think, debuted the tracksuit, and he's right there at the steps, he looks at the fucking camera, he looks at the damn Universal title, and looks back at the camera and just smiles like, this dude is money. This dude is money on everything he does right now. And I can't wait for the crowds to be back because they're going to cheer him. There's going to be some people that's going to boo him. But it, and if he hears the cheers, he he might turn them into boos because he's got Paul mm -hmm. Heyman. So, the um, he, yeah, he's had a couple of great moments. The 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 one when he's in the ring recently, and they he I guess he was feuding with Cesaro, <laughs> and uh, I think we watched this shit together. Actually, I think you might have been here. Um, when he was talking about how many matches I've had at pay per views for championship <laughs> matches, and he's had zero. <laughs> And then he says, I've had 39, 39. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> this dude, he, oh, man. And there's no telling. I, he might, Roman Reigns might be a go ahead. I might just go ahead and pencil him in this week as the Dak ass of the week. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and put an in ink. I don't even need to pencil nothing in uh, for 2021 Wrestler of the Year, Superstar oh. of the Year. Oh, it's Roman Reigns. I don't foresee how anything can happen in the last six months of this year that would change my mind. No. Nah, because Roman Reigns, it's going to keep this title probably for the rest of the year. Um. Man, I'm I'm hearing rumors that these motherfuckers are trying to get the Rock for Survivor Series. Then what if they're doing that? Then what the hell is gonna happen at WrestleMania? Like, sheesh. The, the, the people that's rumored to return here. this year alone, man, is yeah. like crazy, like crazy. And it makes sense why WWE has released a lot of people for budget cuts. They about to fucking break the bank. 
We about to have Edge back. We about to have the Fiend back. We about to oh, probably yeah. have Lesnar back, Cena, maybe the Rock. Like it's Yo. it's this is ex- it's actually a, an exciting time to be a fan right and now. Just, and I, I hope and, they deliver. And the rumors that I'm hearing that are kind of going on to what you were talking about. It seems like Edge and, and Seth Rollins possibly at SummerSlam. <laughs> That's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> Gervin's uh, having a cough over there. He's, he's packed up a, a long, <gasps> long rip. God damn it. <laughs> the, um, the last thing I heard after I ripped the headset off myself was Seth and Cesaro. I don't remember what it was already. I was talking about Edge and uh, Seth. Edge and at, Rollins, yeah. At, That's uh, what I meant. <laughs> at SummerSlam, because it seems like they're going that direction. I she, swear, like as soon as I started talking about that shit, it's in everybody's mouth. Everybody's rumored about that shit. Like I was a little ahead of that. Bro, you and know how this As soon goes? as I was talking about it, here comes all the... The, the wrestling real. reporters, yeah. whatever. The verified wrestling reporters coming with the news. Uh, yeah, and oh, there is something that did happen that was taped before uh, Raw. Like, Karrion Cross had a main event match, apparently, um, with Shelton Benjamin that the IWC was going on. Like, oh my god, he's on the main event show. And once again, the fucking idiots, they don't even understand <laughs> that that's perfect. It's a, it's a little tryout for the main roster type thing. It's just a visual that he, they probably wanted to see in the Thunderdome and how he looked and how he looked on the hard camera and things like that. The main and, event's a good way to do it because it's not like that has an extreme amount of viewers. But no, but then at the same time, it's going to tune people in to watch a show like that. Like now there's going to be motherfuckers waiting for the main event to pop up because they want to see Karrion Cross. I like would that's, not be one of those people. I mean, nah, I mean, it's just it, it gets you, but then yeah, it's also you know you can go with that, but it puts eyes on on a show that gets no views at all. Um, so, and apparently Thick Boy was out there too. <laughs> he was gonna get <laughs> another reason match. not to tune in. <laughs> Gerb does not like Bronson Reed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so. <laughs> Again, another one of those people who's he's actually decent in the ring. Like he's actually not bad at all, um, and he does good work. I just the the character, maybe maybe he can add some layers down the line. But I think he lost me with Thick Boy. That's Thick Boy. <laughs> you gotta I think be. He lost me straight with as soon as that was his nickname. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh-uh, I don't think so. Not Thick Boy. Ah. Uh. Shout out to Brendan Schwab for for the thick for the thick boys. <laughs> Who? Brendan Schwab. He's a podcaster. He used to be an MMA fighter. Man, he's funny as shit. He's funny as shit. Got to be too something to do something. <laughs> he's always like thick. He calls motherfuckers. Well, Got to be three something to be something. What? <laughs> I knew he was. I knew he was gonna do something like that. That's why I love this guy. Um, but I'm yeah, Karen. Fuck, I'm hungry, dude. Now, 
uh, well, you've been fucking sitting over there ripping the damn bong like every two seconds. It seems like I've been hearing that thing bubble up. Yeah, that last rip, fucking, uh, yeah, yeah, it did the trick. <laughs> that shit did the trick, son. Now I'm fucking starving. I'm looking around the room and all I see to eat is Nugenics. Oh man, yeah, this ain't this. This don't have to be a real long podcast today, because I mean, I didn't. I'm basically running off the top and off of tweets that I was talking. If you don't know, now you know. If you don't know, then now you know. Uh, at We the Villains is the We the Villains podcast Twitter handle. That's where I'm normally tweet from. I'll tweet updates, things like that. Let you kind of know what's going on on the show. Um. And also the hashtag ask that hashtag ask herb. Send us some questions, and hopefully by Thursday there's a few questions, at least like two or three, and uh, we'll try to answer them for you on air. Um, and give us you know, and give us feedback. Let us know how we doing because I know we've been having the, the yes the other day yeah yesterday's episode was one of our better quality ones that we had um, in a long time, and then today I had to flip out. On the podcast, <laughs> try, not to, try not to let people see that because I'm a happy-go-lucky host and that. But yeah, I, I can't flip out. I do. It happens. Um, yo, that shit was hilarious. I mean, yo, after I was playing you ended the recording. I was sitting here still <laughs> laughing, bro. Yo, I I was playing that shit back before I, I we started this um segment, and I was just like fucking dying because I was just like, yo. That motherfucker lost his shit. <laughs> you might want to to so what you should probably do to make it funny is uh when you when you go back in find one of those little segment transitions that's all happy go lucky. After you're flipping the fuck out the fuck 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 record off. Oh yeah, man, I'm gonna find one good. I'm gonna find one good. And Shout out now if you have an Xbox, um, PlayStation, or whatever. Last yesterday's episode is now available to play on those platforms now. If you have the Spotify app, I was making a mistake, and apparently you can't have actual music, even though it's from Spotify. Don't get that. Um, but apparently on those consoles, they don't have that feature for some reason. Doesn't I don't get it. But yesterday's episode, if you feel lazy, you don't want to listen to it through headphones on your phone, and you have a PlayStation or Xbox or any other platform like that, can listen to yesterday's episodes and some past episodes that don't have any music in it on those platforms. Just wanted to give you guys a heads up on that. And like this episode will be available on that same platform as well. Um, and to my Apple users out there, everything should be good to go with y'all now too. I'm not putting actual songs in there, so everything is gonna be good. You should be available on all platforms. Sweet the Villains podcast, yeah, you already know. So anything else you want? <laughs> was about yeah, you to fuck that shit down. I was about to cut us off right there, and I realized, oh shit, I ain't even fucking really ready to go just yet. But I, didn't, <laughs> I was about to fucking cut it. <laughs> Yo, this is we the villains. We ain't gotta we ain't gotta have subjects where we was sitting bullshit for another 15, 20 minutes if we need to. Well, I mean, I didn't really have it like today. Like honestly, I'm straight off the top of the head. Um, I didn't write down anything for today. I will have some notes going into Thursday. Um, I'm finally gonna give everybody my five 
universal champions that I think will happen within like maybe the next year or two. Um, it's kind of how I'm basing it off of. I have five people that I will reveal Thursday and give you my reasons why. So that's something to look forward to. Yeah, I need to I need to come up with another five too. I got a couple different ideas. I just don't know which one I want to do first. I was about to um, say, it's been a minute for the Gerbs high five. Yeah, we gonna have to do a high five. I got like I said, I, I do got some ideas, and I'm still working on. We had talked about on air about having uh, five superstars that we would repackage. Yeah, that's um, that's and, be so, a good... and I'm still thinking on that one. Like, I, I whenever we do that one, I want it to have, I want to have put a bunch of thought into it, and actually be real serious about it. I, I just don't want to be like, hey, yeah. you know that Nikki Cross girl? We should make her a superhero. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, she's she's getting enough torture from the internet. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But oh, um, but I actually want to put some thought into it. I want to. I just don't know. Yeah. I, I, first, I feel like I need to pick the superstars that I want to actually do like repackage because once I know the superstar, finding a gimmick for them, I feel like that'd be the easier part for me. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you know, you kind of can go off of you know. I, I always go off of kind of how the, when I see the person on TV, it's like, dang, I don't know this look of them. They kind of have this vibe. I think they could work this. But and there's some people, you know, you, you can kind of base a new gimmick off what they already are and yeah. see what they do tweaks, um, which actually I've been looking at a superstar lately who I think needs a needs finally a good gimmick because he hasn't never really had one. And that's Ricochet think he really needs something to make him connect more and make him pop more because he's got the in-ring ability he's fucking great in the ring but he does need that that standout character development in him to make him something hang on once i will set my headset down because i need to yell something to swag who just got home real quick hang on Uh a second for me (laughs) my title's better (laughs) just fucking yelled out his title was better to fucking change swag and then he I don't know if I doubt she could hear it but from clear across the way he yelled out it's not <laughs> Didn't hear Jay Swag, but I'm really interested to see how loud you were on the replay on that one because that well, was. Well, I tried to put the headset a little further away from me, but all I did because yeah. uh, at first <laughs> I was going to peek my head out the door and do it, but <laughs> I forgot I was so stoned I didn't really want to get up. Oh so, god, uh, I didn't make it that far. Yo, freaking um, freaking riddle. Is a freaking trip, man. Yo, that shit, that <laughs> shit made me laugh, dude. When he pinned Drew McIntyre, rolled Brandy. out to the well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he wins the match. He's all excited. His friend, Randy. <laughs> oh, come on, Randy, say something, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he had a moment in the match that was. Great, by the way. When Drew McIntyre came off the top rope and he caught him in that arm bar slash triangle, 
Oh, Yo, yeah. when Jimmy Smith was talking, he points at him like, yeah, <laughs> he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fucking little is gold. Like, this dude has struck gold and he knows it. And <laughs> oh man, I, the thing that makes Riddle so good is like I enjoy his backstage segments and how because he's stoned as shit, just like me. So, he's a fucking like, this stoner, dude makes man. Me laugh like, and he dude, he reminds me of C Note. I won't call out his <laughs> name. I, I won't call out his name, but it's uh, someone that we both know. Um, C Note. Like, like, <laughs> going off about something like yo we could we could have we could both have these look at, look at this shirt bro we could you know just going off he reminds me of a guy you know i, I must have missed it because i was just watching the highlights but where did the coffee mug come from <laughs> oh this dude made merch bro what you mean it was merch it's so cool <laughs> And to the IWC that be fucking hating on Matt Riddle because of accusations and all that dumb shit. Y'all need to let some shit go because it's already been proven fake and the bitch has already, like, got her settlement. So the bitch that was making the accusations just wanted some money, by the way. Um, this, I just wanted to point is, that out. Yeah, this dude's gold, man. And, inside, and in the ring, like, <clears throat> he's one of the few people that when you face him in the ring brings a different style a different element of wrestling like so many people these days it's like you're wrestling the same person they all have similar modes you can tell like they were they were trained by the same people Mm -hmm. this that the other thing when riddles in the ring he he brings this whole different flavor and uh just this whole different style to the match and then alter you know alternative styles is what really makes a match yeah for sure Um, man so like his in-ring work to me has been I mean I don't want to I don't use this word often but his in-ring work to me has been stellar. Hey, the dude, I mean, he he just he's just so smooth with what he does. Like he just he literally flows through the match. Like he's a floating <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he sells, man. He sells real hard. Like yeah. he almost oversells sometimes and it's not necessarily like his actions like a Shawn Michaels sell, it's like just just straight he's gonna start yelling in agony, dude, because he's hurt. <laughs> yeah, dude, he, yeah, he he sells it, man. He he makes the he makes every spot look as real as it can. And I mean it's it's fucking gold. Like he's just he just knows what he's doing. He he has it all. He's got the in ring ability and he's got a gimmick. He can connect. Like he's just and now he's learning from the fucking fourteen-time world champion. So I mean, just wait till he starts to get a little of that killer instinct into him as well. I mean, he's gonna be fucking unstoppable soon. Man, we've seen Might flashes. Like they've coming. shown flashes of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what's gonna happen, man. Is like it's gonna be a moment where everyone's gonna expect this this Randy turn on him. And next thing you know, Riddle's just going to adapt that seriousness almost. Like, not seriousness, but he's going to know how to snap into it when he needs to. And, like, you know, not be goofy and all like that, I think. And I think that's when the tag team will really start gelling. And, you know, 
But he's also got a chance. If he wins the Money in the Bank briefcase, look the fuck out because he can win the title. He's got a, a deadly arsenal, and if he has Randy Orton on his side, that's even better. Look, I'm I'm more than likely going to be rooting pretty hard for Riddle to win the Money in the Bank. I mean, um, looking at because, a few like, people, I don't like, think he's going to be my pick. But he, I'm sorry to cut you off. I like, I, I know. Like I don't know if he's gonna be my pick to win, but he's gonna be who I'm gonna be rooting for to win. Like <laughs> the the promos and everything, he's gonna be carrying that freaking briefcase around with him all the time. Yeah, and, and he's gonna be asking Randy for advice and this that, and Randy's just gonna mm-hmm. be pissed off because it's not his briefcase. But then exactly. Randy can kind of stay close to him, stay around yep. him, so that when he does cash in, that he can strike. Yeah, because then Orton's going for 15 world titles. Exactly. You know, I mean, Orton knows what he's doing, and that's the thing, you know. But and it, I think Riddle and Lashley would put him, oh, man, imagine if Lesnar beats Lashley and Riddle cashes in on Brock Lesnar. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I, I just stood up in my chair. Okay. <laughs> Yo, he just pat Dakafee. I pat Dakafee up here, but I had to watch out for this fucking head head chandelier type thing because I didn't want to hit my head. Why are you still near this thing? Or it's where my recliner is. Okay, I can't help it. It's just the oh. way. Hey, the way my wifey has things and her feng shui set up here, I can't fuck it up. And to all my men that live with women, they under fucking stand. I would have done broke that shit. Well, yes, she would have. No, I've I've hit it too many times. Um, She's even hit it a couple times when she used to work out in the living room. But ever since we put the TV up in the bedroom, she does it in there now. Um, Shout out to Team Body Project. Jay Swag knows what I'm talking about. Um, But as I was going to say, but dude, looking at this Money in the Bank match, especially from the Raw side, you got some fucking people in here that could put on some shows in a ladder match. You got Ricochet in a Money in the Bank ladder match. That's going to be great. You got fucking Riddle, who's going to be even gold. And there, did someone else qualify that I'm missing? John Morrison. Oh, Jomo. Another great uh, Money in the Bank ladder match person. Um, so the thing also, I don't know if you saw, um, is... Uh, Last night, there was a bunch of superstars in the back um, raising hell that they weren't given an opportunity to be oh, in the yeah. money in the bank. I know and, it was like three world champ, former world champions, Jinder, Mahal, Sheamus, and Hardy, and then Cedric Alexander, which he kind of took some of your advice there. He kind of toned down his voice a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like, the whole way there, though, like, I thought it was some huge altercation going down. Like, because all I heard from before they got the cameras to him was Cedric yelling, dude. And I thought it was, like, some crazy shit happening. It was just Cedric. Oh, that's usually just what Cedric it does. yelling. I thought there was a fight <laughs> going down or something, but nah. Just Cedric yelling. <laughs> um, uh, damn, song. Was oh, Jinder Mahal said something along the lines of, Man, I can't remember exactly what he said, but the, oh, the, yeah, gist, of, yeah, the gist of it is that it, it's if somebody doesn't make it or can't make it to Money in the Bank, think of like, him as. A and I guess John Morrison would be the the perfect person 
or Ricochet. Yeah. That they would try to um, take out right. of it. So I don't I don't know if that if those people are set. I don't know if Ricochet and John Morrison are set yet. I mean, could be, or it could be actually what I actually took from it. Even though I love what you just said there, because that definitely could happen. Knowing WWE and their creative. Uh, but the thing I was thinking of it would, when Jinder said that, that it almost solidified that Drew McIntyre would qualify and possibly said that he tries to take Drew McIntyre out of it. To uh, some, you know, set up a feud between him and McIntyre. I know they talked about that at one point. Um, yeah, I suppose so. I guess that would happen. Um, I guess it wouldn't surprise me if that was another match that they were having or maybe that's a match that they have with, on Raw the next few weeks. They they could um they could have that or that could you know or you know gender tries to take out Drew McIntyre and thinks he's gonna get in the Money in the Bank match and then ends up Drew McIntyre has to face him or something. I don't know they'll figure something out but you know I I, I get the gender Mahal project but then also I'm not I'm kind of over it at the same time but, <laughs> yeah I. Maybe back up with him though. Those are some fucking huge motherfuckers. Yeah, maybe he wins the United States Championship again or something. Yeah, I, I definitely don't really foresee him winning the World Championship anymore. There's just too many. The there's the roster is just way too deep. Yeah, and, for and as long as Roman's around. Yeah, for the and most he, part, he gonna be holding one of those titles, and if and whoever he takes it off of him, is, is a part timer. So it's not like it's yeah, like it, that's one title you might as well take out the equation, and then let's look at look at who has the other world championship. Lashley, yeah, okay. Well, if anybody takes it off him, it looks like it might be Lesnar. Exactly. Ain't nobody who's holding gonna, them belts for a while. Who's gonna take it off Lesnar? Matt Riddle. <laughs> could be Matt Riddle. Could be the Fiend. Um, maybe, ooh, I would definitely like to see The Fiend and Lesnar just because no reason other than I'd just be interested to see how that Les goes. Lesnar might fucking try to attack this dude as soon as he fucking tries to come out. Lesnar might just fucking Lesnar, Lesnar will probably sell it and act like he's scared. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you he's know, invested if, into it, yeah. yeah. It's a if it's a good payoff and he's invested. That's another thing people don't understand, man. When Brock Lesnar is good, yeah, when he's invested and motivated into a story and into what's going on, he makes the motherfucker look like a million bucks. And like Lesnar is freaking good, dude. Man, he's I love when Lesnar's around. People hate on it, but and like you can't tell me that the match isn't going to be good. This dude is put on classic after classic. Yeah, freaking and, Roman! All those matches with Roman were really good matches. It's just the fans shit on it all the time. And then the live crowds, you know, they they were even shitting on it, but because they hated Roman Reigns so much. But man, those matches are really good. They did have really good matches. And this and Roman Brock and Seth, yeah. Brock oh. and Seth was good. Styles, um, Daniel Bryan, all those matches Lesnar had with all them, they were fucking good, man. Yeah, even the I mean, and then look at exactly in, in the biggest case scenario is look what he did for Drew McIntyre in that rumble. Yeah, I mean he made time, him dude. he put him over over. 
in a big way. Like Drew was already getting over. Like he had some momentum. But that and, was it. Yeah. He... But that moment is when it got shit got real right there. Yeah. And then he fucking sat there and stared at Lesnar the whole time. That's and one of my favorite. Feeling... Look, I love that Royal Rumble, dude. That Royal Rumble is without thinking too hard about it, easily in my top three Rumble matches. Yeah. It might yeah. even be my favorite. Yeah, that, that's a good match. One of my favorites is definitely uh, 07 Royal Rumble. It's a good one. It's one yeah, of my so favorites. so many good Rumbles. Only because 07 fucking Royal Rumble match. The final two is Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, and they put on a clinic at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that Rumble was that Rumble was pretty fucking good. That oh, was a good man. Rumble, too. Because I really could... love... Um, I love... Dude, I, I, and I'm not, like, the hugest John Cena fan, but I love the John Cena return at the hey. Rumble. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Without getting too much further than this, maybe that's an idea for a high five. My my girl's high five Royal Rumble moments. Hey, that's good and stuff. You have to go do some research too because I'll some have of them... to kind of breeze back through them. Luckily, though, and as you probably know, I've watched those fucking Rumble matches a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love like I'll go through and just watch Royal Rumble matches because it's a it the, the cool thing is it's it's like a it's like a. It's kind of what's going on that whole year. You go through each year, you see what the superstars, what the build is towards WrestleMania. Yeah. It's kind of like going back and looking at it year by year. The beginning of the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, that's up the road for WrestleMania. Even though nowadays WWE sometimes sets that shit up around Survivor Series and and then December heading into the Rumble, it kind of starts. Oh, dude, I. <laughs> SummerSlam and Survivor Series this year are probably going to be good. So I'm thinking right now one thing that they could possibly do after Lesnar's feud with Lashley, if he's going to be around at all, I want to see them call back to Lesnar versus Keith Lee. Hey, he hasn't been around lately, and I think whenever he does pop up, that would be interesting. I think it's another one they're saving for the fans. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll get a good pop. What and if he comes back as a heel, that's even better. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll I wouldn't have minded him that. being in the Money in the Bank. Oh yeah, that would be good too. Yeah, crowd loves him. Yeah, and, and he's he's really man. Keith Lee's good too. Like he's really good in the ring. It, yeah, I I just actually hope you know he has some everything's good with him. You know, healthy and and mental health and all that. I hope all that's good for him. Um, heading, you know, into his future. But yet, oh man, Keith Lee is is a special special type of talent for sure. <laughs> he doesn't come around. Those type of talents don't come around often. How good he is because that dude can move in that ring for a big guy. Yeah, for sure. At least he's got some. He's got some charisma. I'd like to see yeah. him fine tune it a little bit. But, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, he's 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 I, he's got so much potential to get over. He's got like he's got like mega star potential. Oh yeah. But, you know, a lot of people have had mega star potential. And yeah. Not, and, not. And, and and not even sniffed it. And that's I mean it's hard. 
dude, it's hard because you you can put into work all day long. You can be yourself. You can be this character or whatever, and you're and you're nailing it. But if it's not connecting with the masses, it's just not going to connect with the masses. Yeah, you can't just let it can't connect with just the internet. You know, it's got to connect with with everybody like even the live crowds and this like because there's been things where the internet fucking loves and then i see the live crowd and they fucking hate it so it's like it's it's you know it's not you gotta you gotta be you gotta make a reaction out of everybody and 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 just feel that and roman reigns is a prime example you know he's he's one of these guys that felt the love and the hate and now he's he's embraced it all because he knows he's the shit and (laughs) It's fucking killing oh, that shit's it. connecting. I know it's connecting with me. Oh, this, like, this, yeah, this dude's this dude is absolutely nailing it, and it, it must be connecting with the masses because all I really hear on the IWC is that SmackDown has been on fire, dude. Ever since Roman Reigns has returned, SmackDown has been the number one show, the show, and it's the most watched wrestling show in the fucking world. That shit cracked two million finally. Um, last week in the views, I know the damn. I know uh, Meltzer and them hated to report that, but mm-hmm. that's it's funny because I already knew it was. I mean, you had Roman Reigns in the Hell in the Cell match. This draws money and it draws numbers. Now it's a few days before we have any kind of wrestling again. Oh, we do got NXT tonight. Oh yeah, there's NXT tonight, which you know and I usually, I'll probably I, watch because of Samoa Joe. I have to watch this guy. Oh, I, I'm officially excited to watch NXT again because of Samoa Joe. And yeah, if if Karrion Cross is about to be fast tracked to the main roster near this draft time, I hope Samoa Joe is cleared to wrestle and take the title. Oh man, that's that's my that's the dream because. I like to see Balor and Joe again. Adam Cole and Joe. Are, I mean, there's some good good matches over there in NXT that that would be really good. Um, because oh god, dude, Adam Cole and Samoa Joe would kill each other. They'd have wonder, some stiff shots. Well, I wonder where Karrion Cross goes. Uh, probably Raw, man. Uh, yeah, probably. Raw needs it. I mean, Raw needs the freshest stars at this point. They need the the reset almost. Well, they got more time blocks to fill too. Yeah, they have a whole extra hour than any other show. And I, I, yeah, wherever he goes, he needs to be far away from Roman Reigns. Exactly, and preferably he needs to be far away from the Fiend too. Well, I kind of like that matchup. <laughs> I mean, if they, if they go with that matchup, they go with that matchup. But I don't want to see another. I don't want to see someone else come in and beat the Fiend. No, I don't think he would. Because I feel the like they'd have to do that. But if there's two people that I see from NXT shining on the main roster, and that's Karrion Cross is one of them. But if Adam Cole, baby, ends up on SmackDown, give us Adam Cole and McAfee Part Two. <laughs> because that's going to be the ongoing feud. He already talks about it every Friday. He's just fucking. He's out there dissing Adam Cole. He's using his baby catchphrase. Like it's. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if we if we do some kind of awards at the end of the year, 
um, <laughs> that he's going to, without a shadow of a doubt, be commentator of the year. Hey, he's going to be. And if I have to go by play-by-play, Jimmy Smith is doing great. He's transitioning very well. Um, the only the only crazy thing is, man, like there's just times where him and Byron Saxton sound like exactly the same, but I know they're different. But yeah, it's like I, I do it? hear it sometimes. Was that like, Byron talking? Time, yeah, yeah, it's not all the time, but every once in a while, I do. I've I've also had that happen. But man, Jimmy Smith's nailing it. Like he is, yeah. he's really is doing a good job. Like if and and I love the MMA background. Yeah, I love the MMA background because just in the damn uh, Natty and Mandy Rose match on kickoff, he's talking about getting them in half guard, guard position, and this and that. And and if people like don't understand, that is key shit because that's wrestling. Like that's that's wrestling. So I mean, he's doing good. Um, I like that. And but Michael Cole is is doing great alongside Pat McAfee. That's just what he needs. Someone. I don't with... think he has a choice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing. And I love that, that he does that. Pat McAfee is just off the, off the script every time. Like I know they hand him a piece of paper. They probably, but they just have to do bullet points with this guy. And he just, he kills it. You know, he just kills it. He's he definitely kills. making Cole better. Yeah. Man, I really have nothing else, I think, to really discuss, man. And then I know, like I said, there's NXT tonight, and then we'll have a break on the podcast tomorrow and probably get back Thursday. Unless, you know, unless, you know, I feel like I need to get on here and have an episode, then I will. But I'm going to try to stick to, you know, have a have tomorrow off and we'll be back Thursday. Yeah, tomorrow, give me a day I can put together a five. Um, and then what we'll do on uh, – you said you have a five too, right? I was going to do have, the uh, the next champions. five champs. Yeah, the next five universal champions that I feel in the next year or two that are going to win that title. Okay. Uh, we can do that or we can um, – We'll uh, what we'll do is we'll have a uh, discussion about it tomorrow. Oh yeah, for and sure. We'll, and we'll 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 have it ready. So either I'll I'll chime in with you, or I'll have a fresh five. Something will and be new. We'll have some new content. I'm trying to remember is is AEW back on Wednesdays tomorrow? Is, or are they still or are they still on the Friday night slot? Because I can't think I of it as a playoff game. There will be a playoff game tonight. I mean. Tomorrow, I still don't know if it's going to be on TNT. Well, that's been the weird thing for like most of this time. Always because Wednesdays was is like an ESPN day for basketball. Yeah. So I, it's yeah. always it's always been kind of weird for me. I'm like, why don't isn't Dynamite on tonight? There isn't any basketball on, but ah, yeah, I don't know. They're but they're it's, trying it's, different things. Yeah, but it's all gravy anyway. Um, yeah, so I'm mean, game on tonight. Shit, I wanna. I I've kind of felt kind of felt weird last night with no basketball. I thought that was strange because I was wondering why I didn't see anything about. Usually, you know, my Twitter is always telling me what games live and shit, and I noticed there wasn't one. So yeah, it's like the first that, night without basketball in a long time. 
and and NBA fans, we will be doing an NBA show soon. We just got it. We're kind of just waiting. I don't know. I gotta figure it out. Wrestling's kind of got my got me by the balls, as they like to say, right now. And There's but a, maybe it's been NBA's been crazy, dude. That shot KD made and how close it was to sending them into the conference finals is nuts. That motherfucker's long ass feet played a factor in that one. It fucking hurt him in that one. That shit was nuts, man. But yeah, and shout out to KD. I, that dude played all the minutes for three straight games. I gotta give him that, and but I gotta agree with Shannon Sharp on that because you know Skip was trying to say he was tired. Yeah, I get it, but you can't say he's tired and then you got it. Then you diss LeBron saying LeBron's gassed and this and that. You can't mm-hmm. do that, Skip. But I know Skip. It's in your contract. You gotta do that. That's your gimmick. I understand. You play to your character. <laughs> but I was with Shannon on that one. I was like, hey, if he's a GOAT, if he's going to be considered a GOAT conversation, we putting him in this conversation? Oh, wait, we can't put him in that conversation. Why? Because he didn't get Brooklyn past Milwaukee, and he should have. I'm sorry, you should have, because basically the same Milwaukee team with just Drew Holiday, who's great, but your Kevin Durant, your mid-range jump shot is unguardable. Stick to he's- it. He's unguardable, period. Yeah. I mean, um, he's, he's rising up to 10 feet off the ground with his jump shot. I mean, uh, you, ain't gonna, you can't contest that. Nah. Isn't he like fucking seven foot? Basically. And then, you know, he's, his shot release is like at, like at 10. It's, it's, not, it's way to fuck up there. It's, and... Um, and Definitely, he's, uh, and he's fucking devastating, dude. His jump shot is money, and uh, all he's, this uh, got. He's he's he had James Harden, Mike D'Antoni, and Steve Nash, and uh, Kyrie Irving. You know, it's, it happens. I really wish AD didn't get hurt. Oh, AD! It, if Anthony Davis always, didn't get hurt, hurt if Anthony <laughs> Davis didn't get hurt, I, I still think we would have beat Phoenix. Uh, we were up. We were up two one. I and, I and Anthony Davis went down, and um, that that put a hurting on us. From that point forward, we never won another game because if we could get a got past Phoenix, we definitely would have beat Denver without Jamal Murray, and we would definitely beat the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard. We'd yeah, be this in the finals, and we would definitely beat the Bucks or the Hawks. We'd be the back to back champs, but AD. I, so that's that's my opinion on it anyway. But I so, cannot you know. believe the four teams that are left in this fucking like <clears throat> looking at this on paper. Well, I mean, the Clippers should win, but without Kawhi, you know, you can't really trust Paul George all the way. But he might be a different. He's starting to turn it around. Um. He's doing his thing, and I think it's because, like a lot of people were saying, I kind of agree with them, is, you know, maybe it's the fact that he can take control of the game now. He doesn't have to play second fiddle, and he's doing what he can do. Paul George has played, been playing great since Kawhi went down. And I'm, yeah. I'm kind of – like, I'm obviously I'm a Lakers fan, so it's hard to give the Clippers props. But, like, I'm <laughs> – yeah, all hey. the hate and shit that Paul George went through the last few years – I'm, exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm like I'm happy for him. I'm like, bro, thank God yeah. <laughs> that you don't have to go through that shit again because this dude was just completely uh, slandered. 
Dude, he, he, I mean, hey, he disappeared, man. He disappeared in that bubble, for sure. Pandemic P. And, yo, if if the Mamba mentality isn't anybody right now, it's definitely Devin Booker, because this fucking guy's going nuts. I want to see um, the Suns and the Hawks in the finals. Wow, what a... That's what I want to see because I want to see the matchup. I want to see Devin Booker and Trey Young. Man, Phoenix. Like that's like the next. It's the next. You know, a next generation of stars, and one of them will have a chance to really cement their name and and do something for their careers. Man, if Kawhi you is Trey Young gets there and somehow actually wins a a championship. Let's not talk about it, dude. Because we drafted Marvin Bagley the third over this guy. <laughs> For those who don't know, now you know that uh, Dak is an unfortunate Dacramento King fan. Dude. Um, and they and that did draft. draft Marvin Bagley over Luka Doncic and, and Trey Young. Young, among others. Like, I mean, I mean, we've, we could have even had the fucking Herder at that. For, I mean, Jesus, dude, we could have had Luka fucking Doncic. Oh, man, what a situation in Dallas, man. They're blowing that shit up right now. I well, didn't might have to. It looks coach. like they're gonna have to get rid of Porzingis because he was not happy in the team in his role. But oh, granted, he assed up the whole. Dude, he, okay, that dude sucked in the playoffs. Dude played like in a bucket of ass, boy. That shit was yeah, pretty dude. bad. He was playing what the like the New York Knicks thought he was gonna play like when they drafted him. The fans. <laughs> yeah, like this dude just. Uh, and oh wow, in New York, y'all Nick fans, y'all got exposed in the playoffs. Sorry, y'all did. And, it's a good experience for them, though. They had, but a, you know, they had a good year. They got you know all the way to what was it the four seed? Yeah, yeah, and, they did. Um, they did, and, and they good, uh, they did their thing. I mean, at least they got there. Like that's mm-hmm. the most success the Knicks have had, at least like since Melo was there. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Julius Randle. He did his thing. Um, yeah, I'm happy for him, man, them baby Lakers. Tell you, boy, all your Lakers out there doing, but then man, what a Lakers mess. Doing it. A mess in the West right now because you got Dallas that's about to blow up their duo. Rick Carlisle, feel sorry for him. He did not need to get – he didn't need to step. I didn't think Pelicans. Did. Pelicans might as well go ahead and let us have Brandon Ingram back. Um. And Zion apparently wants out, according to his family. Um, Lonzo's probably going to want out. So New Orleans Pelicans are about to be uh, in a worse, about to be in rebuild mode once again uh, (laughs) for them. Um, (laughs) It just happens, man. I mean, look, you traded away AD. You knew this was going to happen. Um but I didn't expect I didn't expect Zion's family to come out and leak that to the reporters and stuff that he's unhappy there. He probably didn't want that to get out unless he did. Yeah, well, maybe he did. Like it's every everything's so much different. Um, yeah, because yeah, like because. It's man, things are just different. Like that's the way it works. You, you, if a player wants out and they're a big enough star, they can make yeah. it happen. Like you, they, they can make it happen these days if they want to leave. I, if he does want to go somewhere, I just wonder where. 
Uh, makes sense. Maybe well, he wants to go to. Uh, I I don't know where he'd want to go. Well, if we hear the rumor mills, apparently him and R.J. Barrett want to be on the same team. Um, so because yeah, that works so well at Duke. I don't know. I guess because they're good friends. I hope or... you don't go out there and try to take Julius Randle's spot again. Probably will. <laughs> He's moving Julius Randle out of town. <laughs> I mean, but they, man, this time, you know, Julius Randle kind of made a statement that he kind of wants to stay. So probably. But, I mean, Julius Randle's about to get some money somewhere if New York don't want to pay him. He's about to get some money for sure. I mean, I'll trade Kyle Kuzma for Zion. Oh, look here. I hate the fact that Sacramento was one of the teams that could possibly land Kyle Kuzma. And if y'all – Kuzma would do really good for y'all. No, he won't, dude. He's in the yeah. West. He's in it's, the West. It, he would He would, He would. would be much better for y'all than he was for us. For one, he's going to have more of a green light and y'all play to... a more up-tempo offense where he can attack the defense before it's set. No. He's, um, no. he's a better player. No. Kyle Kuzma is not having the ball in his hands more than Darren Fox. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I am not about to go look, if look, I love the Sacramento Kings. But if if we end up getting Kyle Kuzma, we better not fucking pay him no money that he wants. This dude needs to go play in where where does Shaq say in Shanghai? <laughs> <laughs> so this dude needs to go. I just I mean, wonder where on. I just wonder um but bad move by the Lakers. Y'all should have kept Brandon Ingram up with Kyle Kuzma. But shout out to the Pelicans. Y'all knew that Kyle Kuzma was ass. I just wonder who we want from y'all. Like maybe Buddy Hill. I mean that's a good dude. Buddy Hill would play well in the LeBron system. I mean, at least it'd be someone that can get hot from three. Like he gets dumb hot. If he's coming in to be the third or fourth best player, that's not a bad player to have there. And you'll if, we, and you'll, if he can play defense for us. Yeah, you don't have to worry about his morale because he knows he'll be in the playoffs. He knows he'll be getting a lot of a lot of eyes on him. So and he'll Kobe be was his idol, so he'll be playing as a Laker. Yeah, too bad he can't wear twenty four. Damn right. Over there. Um, but he yeah, twenty five either. <laughs> you better not have 27. I'll fucking slap this guy. Uh, <laughs> leave my leave my team, then go get my number. What the fuck? And um, man, Shaq yeah. said he would he would beat Ben Simmons' ass. Yo, yeah. <laughs> Shaq probably being serious too. <laughs> oh, he would be in dead serious, son. That dude would get heated over there at the damn at the desk. Like you can't like blow a wide open. Shit. You don't, like he blew a wide open layup or dunk. Like he definitely was in a bad mental place. I feel bad for him that he you know that he cracked under the pressure. But because that's just I, tough, man. Like that's a lot of pressure. Hey, I guess you know the Sixers are probably going to blow up their duo, even though Doc Rivers says Ben Simmons is fixable. <sighs> we'll see. <laughs> Cause I hey. mean, what if what if Embiid demands a trade? He did tweet out that "thank you Philly" tweet, and maybe the fact if they don't get rid of Ben, he might be out of town, son. He might want out. Um, I wonder what they could get they, for Embiid if they choose Ben Simmons 
over Joel Embiid. That is the stupidest franchise in the whole fucking like association. Like they even more stupider than Sacramento Kings because nah, you, in this league, man, you got to he got to you got to have some type of shot or something. Like you got to do something. Like and looking at the teams that are left in this man, this with Kawhi out of the picture most likely for the rest of the playoffs. Man, Giannis, you got to take over, bro. You got to go. If you win this fucking trophy, it's, it's like a silver I, platter for him. If he wins this this NBA trophy at 26 years old and looking at all the other fucking accolades, we got to start having a conversation about Giannis Antetokounmpo that a lot of people ain't ready to have yet. Because, yeah. Jesus, I, I keep forgetting how young this dude still is. This dude ain't even no ain't even near thirty yet. Man, if he could ever get a some, any kind of consistent jump shot, he's he's unguardable. Dude, if he gets a a jump shot, any like up to forty percent, get a little mid. If he can even get a little mid range game, because they play so far off of him, oh just yeah, to just stop his in. drives to yeah. the baskets. But if he would just <laughs> learn how to play more out of the post. And with that long frame, maybe he can develop some kind of hook shot. Dude, he'd be unguardable. Yeah, I'd be sick. Yeah, but it's like you said, man, when when James Harden can wave off (laughs) people on defense because he knows you you can't hit that turnaround mid-range jumper, man, that's... ridiculous. Yeah, because if he had KD's shot, this dude be fucking unguardable. Like he'd be probably the, the best. He be, would be the best player in the league because he's already like About, his inside yeah. game is fucking. The dude can jump from the free throw line if he wanted to. If he had KD shot, he'd be the greatest player of all time. Yeah, because he's just no that. No one would be able to beat that. No, he he can beat you by himself, and that's that's just scary. <clears throat> But I definitely think it's time for me to get something in my belly. Man, it's always about time for some food. About time for me to smoke again soon. Thanks and for hanging out with us for a while and actually staying on while we just ramble. Yeah, we we kind of yeah we ditched a lot of wrestling there at the end and went on to the NBA because that was that was on our mind. We can we can talk about a lot of shit. We're stoners and talkers. <laughs> But yeah, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. It's We the Villains Podcast. You already know it's your boy Dak. You hear the bong rips all the time. You know Gerbs in the building. Shout out to J Swag for leaving us the introduction today and shouting everybody out for the day. Follow it at uh at We the Villains on Twitter. You can follow the Instagram at We the Villains Podcast underscore, I believe. <laughs> I think that's the tale. <laughs> Uh, I I barely plugged that because I barely am on that account on my Instagram. And for those who don't know, my Legend of Dak Twitter, I got locked out of it. <laughs> so um, hope I might get back on that one. If not, hey, at We the Villains, that's where you can find me. So hey, appreciate everybody joining us, Gerb. Thank you again, bro, um, for being on, like you always do. And hey, it's We the Villains podcast, baby.